now. He's the man down at the Boston Herald. He's the sports editor of the Boston Herald. Justin Pelletier joins us now, fresh off of the Steve Buckley goodbye party uh, last night. That sounds like it was a pretty good shindig. It was. Uh, it, how's it going, Matty? Yeah, no, good. it's. Uh, I mean, it's bittersweet, obviously. I mean, and and, it, and we made sure, and and Steve didn't want it to be called a goodbye because he's really not going anywhere. Right. Um, <laughs> he's he, he's he's leaving us, unfortunately, but he's uh, he's still going to be around, and I'm sure we'll all still run into him from time to time uh, at various athletic events. But uh, yeah, no, kind of bittersweet because. Uh, you know, he's, he's meant so much to this uh, this organization for so long, certainly long before I was here. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of was one of the, the original Maine to Boston kind of uh, uh, movers uh, in the journalism world, uh, of course, from down here uh, in Cambridge and Somerville, but uh, um, cut his teeth, so to speak, in the world of journalism with uh, Biddeford. Uh, and then with the uh, main Sunday Telegram before coming back down to uh, to Boston, to the Boston area. So we're going to miss him a lot. He's uh, he's a great writer and uh, and a good guy. And, uh, and it was fun to kind of reminisce a little bit and uh, have some have some good banter last night. All right. So next question: Does anybody blame Kevin Duffy for the Patriots' uh, slow start this year because he took the new gig? <laughs> like, is this his fault? I. I don't think so, and only because he was already on the beat. Okay. Before he came to us, he just wasn't with us. So, right. No, I, I don't. I don't think they can blame him for it because he was already covering the team last year. So you know, he's not exactly new to the team; just new to us. Um, um, if, I mean, if you if you want to blame anybody, I, I uh, just I don't know. Blame me. I I would totally blame you for well, this. You're on the list. <laughs> I think I would have something to well, do. Well, and it, Maddie. Right? Maddie's on the list. Also. I'm totally well. You know what? The whole thing is my fault against Detroit because I applied for um, I applied for credentials to go to the game because I was I was at the Central Michigan game for UMaine the day before. Right. And uh, uh, I originally applied to the Lions because you know it was their home game. They're like, oh no, you have to apply with the with the Patriots because whatever league rules, blah blah blah. In other words, right. we we're, we're passing the buck. Okay, thanks. So I went and applied, and it was like da 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 da. Focus on me, blah blah blah. And then like my credentials get denied. I'm like, okay, well I'll just I'll leave Sunday. No big deal. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hang around Detroit if I'm not wanted. And they lost. And I'm like, yeah, well karma. You know, that's just that's where I was at. That's where I was at on it. Free Maddie. That's all I can tell you. You know, it's yeah. fine. It's all. So we're off. We have to know we for credentials wise. I mean, it, it, the, the rules for every league are different. Some of them are a little more strict than others. I know for us. Um, they prefer us to have all of our requests in for people who are going to be at each game, road or home, um, two weeks in advance or, or greater. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah, because we know, right? I mean, in this business, nothing ever changes at the last <laughs> second. It never, <laughs> that never happens. Just, just, just as an example, um, on, on the Major League Baseball side, uh, if we want anybody to be covering the ALCS in the World Series, I have to have that in by next uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I know. I get that. I get that same one. It's like I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it or not. Like, I guess I could sign up. It's like, like, do I sign up? I mean, I obviously have to sign up for the Super Bowl now. You know what I mean? Like, not even knowing if the Patriots are going to be there. And right now, pretty, pretty solidly no. assuming they won't be. And if they are, they'll probably be getting waxed by the Rams. But yeah. uh, you know, that, that was impressive last night, wasn't it? That it was. I can't. But why Minnesota can't play defense anymore? Like, this is supposed to be the best defensive team in the league, and they are just hot garbage on a platter. No, but I'll I'll tell you what my fantasy team appreciates the fact that they were playing from behind so much because Kirk Cousins is uh is, yeah. is a point monster right now. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I had Stefan Diggs last night. He didn't get enough touchdowns, but he had enough to like. He exceeded his projections for the week, which is really all that yeah. mattered to me. So I'm like the anti-Patriots right now. I'm two and one in fantasy, and uh, I feel pretty good about my team this year. Uh, even though my backup quarterback just left with a season-ending injury, so you know, I think I'll live. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's your own fault for thinking that he was going to be anything outside of New England anyway. I told, yeah, I totally Boy. understood as soon as he left New England, he immediately put himself at risk for an ACL tear. Like that was that's yeah, exactly what that's happened. That's not what I'm talking about. You know it. Oh no, it's fine though. It's no big deal. It's it's no big, he, again backup quarterback. Drew Brees is a starter, so now I just you know I mill around and, and find the best backup for that bye week that that Brees is out. Although I do think the Saints are going to lose to the Giants this weekend because. For some reason, the Giants always play well against the Saints and Vikings at home. I don't know why. Just a, oh, one of those things. That, that's another, that, speaking of that, that's another game, though, where um, holy points, if you're the Saints, you can score them, but you can't prevent them. Right. Yeah, and that's the, and that you're, you're seeing that around the league this year, and I think it's, uh, it's everywhere. Tampa had that issue. Uh, you saw Pittsburgh with it the other night, and people were like, oh, look at all this offense. But the problem is half but of the offense. Isn't that the symptom, isn't that the symptom of... of the NFL cracking down on everything against defenses mm-hmm. and not yes. allowing defenses to play defense anymore. I mean, yes. really, that's what they're. That's what they're. If you look at it, that's kind of what they want because it's like it's like through the late '90s and the, and the whole um, you know fans dig the long ball era of baseball. They were trying to up the offense. It seems like that's what they're trying to do in the NFL too. And you know what? Baseball settled back down. They they went through a swoon, but they're 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 more popular now than they were ten years ago. Baseball is. And it has nothing to do with, 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 you know, everybody hitting home runs at an absurd rate anymore. Well, in the NFL, when they went to putting the hash marks closer together, that again is for offense. Sure. You know, no question, because if you if you put the you change up how those how those look, it's much more difficult for the defense. It's uh, it's funny. I don't understand why anyone would bet the under in an NFL game anymore. <laughs> right. Like I really, I truly, truly uh, do not understand. Exhibit one: the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's, there you go. that's why you bet the under. In but an NFL but game. even then, like usually the under is so like. But as soon as the as soon as you do that, you know there's three pass interference penalties that lead you down to the yeah. one yard line, and you punch it in, and you're like, oh. Okay, well there there we are. You know what I mean? You're you are always just one play away from being outside of the end zone in the National Football League right now or fifteen yards closer down the field. So it's it, it's a tough one. Uh Bruins, of course, uh, about to get it away. Of course, uh we launch one oh five sports on Monday on October first. You're home for Boston Bruins hockey here in Lewiston Auburn. We had to wait for Pelletier to leave uh so that we could put the Bruins on the radio. Um <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what though. Um uh, we're excited because our, our Bruins preview season preview package comes out Sunday, Monday. It actually kind of bleeds over three days for space purposes, and so it'll run our our all of our preview content's going to run Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday this week. So it'll be nice. it'll be nicely coincided with your launch. So how's that? Yeah, that'll nice. be good. That's great. Thanks for timing that up right. You know, <laughs> really appreciate that. What are you What are you looking for from the Bruins this year? I'll tell you what. I think they're going to be sneaky better than people think they're going to be. I do. I think. I, I think Toronto's overhyped. I think Tampa is is still the best team in that division. Although it'll be interesting to see the direction they take with with no Stevie Y at the helm. Um, not that he was directly directly involved with hockey ops, but it's still a big name leaving that organization. Um, but for this year, I think they're still going to be the favorite. But the Bruins are a close number three two A. 
2B uh, team in that uh, in that division for sure. Uh, I, I think they're definitely a playoff team, and I think if they can get those young kids that showed so much promise through the middle of last year to take that next step, they're going to be sneaky dangerous um, in, in this season. I really believe that. I think they're, they're they look very very good. Uh, they've got better than average to above average uh, Tuka Rask insurance now. Um, Anton Hudobin was okay, but Yarrow Halak is far better. Um, they have a packed blue line. Um, the the Vakaninen kid is just turning heads everywhere down here, and they already were overloaded on the blue line, and this kid's making it even harder for them to, to make a decision back there. They're set on the blue line. In fact, if they need anything midseason, you're going to see them. They're going to have to see them move a defenseman because that's where they have a glut of young, talented players. Justin Pelletier from the Sun Journal. Nice. Just kidding. From the Boston Herald, formerly of the Sun Journal. Huh. I shouldn't put you and Randy on the same day because it just it, it <laughs> throws off. Messed you know, them all it's, up. It's funny, and, and, it, and it just shows. It goes to show you too. I don't know if you've been following our picks. Um, I'm still I'm still doing picks with those guys uh, in the high school uh, world just for just for kicks. I, I got challenged. I got called out by uh, young Adam Robinson of the Sun Journal staff. Um, and so I accepted the challenge, and uh, to this point, I am ahead of him in picks. Um, but the uh, the veterans and the guys who are closer to the ground and actually kind of see what's going on uh, in Central Maine are, are kicking my butt. Otherwise, uh, Randy, Lee, Will—they're all they've all got me by three or four games so far this year. But I've still got Young Adam by two games, and uh, Nate Fournier as well. I believe he and I are pretty close. And uh, Tony Blasi's uh, filling up the rear as is his customary spot every year. So, um, but uh, you know, that'll teach Adam to call me out, even though I don't live there anymore. Yes, obviously my my picks went down a little bit because I'm not there to see everything as much as I was. But uh, I'm still hanging in. We're still doing okay. Here's my here's what I do with the Eastern Maine sports picks that I do every week. Pick the team from the south. It doesn't matter if it's a northern team. What no matter how far south they are, just take them. That's what I do, and and so far, so far, the closer to Portland you get, it seems like the better chance of the other team winning. I just I'll throw that out there. You know, the the, the interesting one to me this week is is that Lisbon Wells matchup. Although I think y'all kind of know who's favored and, and why, but you know, it, it's crazy to to see Wells and Lisbon in the same division in the first place. Let's just be honest there. I mean, it makes no sense. But uh, that said. Um, that's about the only one, and but the rest of that division is so fun. I like Randy. I believe it was Randy that wrote it this week. That the rest of that division is so ridiculously fun. Everybody's two and two. Everybody can beat anybody, and that's what you want. That's the competitiveness that you want. Right. You take Wells out of that division, and my goodness, it's the best division competitive-wise. It's the best division in in Maine, and that's what the, that's what they're trying to figure out how to get to. And if they could figure out how to do that with the rest of them, God love them. Justin Pelletier from the Boston Herald, sports editor. Justin, thank you very much for joining us today. We'll talk to you again next week. Stay out of trouble and uh, and try not to, you know, hopefully you don't have to have any more. About, yeah, next, next week we'll be talking about the first day, it'll be, uh, day one of the playoffs for the Red Sox, right, Friday? Sure, so, yeah, against the know, Oakland. Uh, our, our preview for that uh, playoff run will come Thursday, Friday. We'll also be fresh off a Thursday night football game against the Colts, so we'll have plenty to talk about, I think. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, the Patriots do play on Thursday night this week. I think there'll be a few things to talk about. All right, Justin, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks, 
Later on, guys. Thank you. See you later. That is Justin Pelletier, sports editor of the Boston Herald.